What is Anchor? Anchor is a company that makes easy for anyone to start a podcast. It even helped me. It has award-winning apps for iOS, Android, and the web. It has easy-to-use tools. It's very straightforward. And you could post unlimited podcasts 100% free. Who doesn't like free? It helped me get me started with my podcast. It helped people all over the world to have their voices heard regardless of experience. this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Welcome, aliens, reptiles, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, reptilians, and humans. I am your host, Ben Capetillo. You are listening to Ben's Beer and Cigar Conspiracy. The place is here, the time is now, and the journey into the shadows that we're about to hear could be our journey. Time, a handy fiction to explain why Everything doesn't happen all at once. Or maybe we're the fiction. Moving minute by minute through the twilight zone. Sit back and relax and let your brain peel away the mysteries of the world. Hello everybody, we're back for another episode. This one's going to be a little different. We're going to have father and son story, one of our best stories from Reddit or Creepypasta, something that we both like to do. So Noah, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I'm ready for it, you know, like um, Creepypastas have always been a thing that I enjoy because I don't know why, just like ever since I was little, I'm not sure if you guys were around for it or heck even knew about it. But in the years of 2014, 2013, when the internet was still pretty young, there was creepypastas. And these creepypastas had like, were like Slenderman, Big, um, Bigfoot, and then there was one that really scared the crap out of me, Sonic.exe, to where Sonic kills all of his friends. That one just mortally terrified me, because I, I, don't, I don't know, that was, it was just scary. Like imagine five-year-old you watching like, I don't know, Eggman get torn apart, that's gonna be what I saw. That does sound freaky. Yeah, that's what I get for having internet access at like at five years old on the family <laughs> computer. I saw that on the family computer. Wow. So what story or what did you find that creeped you out on Creepypasta or Reddit that you're going to share with us today? 
Slenderman. Slenderman. Ooh, they even made a movie about that. Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie, but for what I can tell, people say like it's bad. Like people say it was just an excuse to get money. I was like, mm. damn, they really did it dirty. Well, I mean, it happens, right? I mean, but it happens. It, like, if with the you, movie? but the thing is, if you haven't seen it, so you can't rate it I because can't rate you it. don't know. Because what if you like it? Because we're all different. That's I the mean, beauty of humans. We're all different. You did like the Mario movie, the one where I they did. had guns. And I, I don't know how you liked it more. Imagine no, I liked the original Mario, Super Mario movie back in 1990. The original movie. What do you, they had an original movie? like So the one before they had the flamethrowers and stuff and guns? Yeah, well, I mean, that, that was the movies in 1990. Hmm, because people said that, like, the Goombas were, like, jacked up. Like, they went, like, all worked out and stuff. <laughs> oh, did you hear that um, they're making an actual Marvel movie now? Really? Like an actual one, but they're having Chris Pratt voice Mario. Like, <laughs> Chris Pratt, not even the voice actor for Mario. They really did him like that. I need to find it. I have not heard of it. Yeah, and the Sonic movie. I'm, I'm gonna say this. They're, they're milking the crap out of Sonic right now. Wanna know what they're doing? What? They're making the second movie that's coming out this April. A third one and then a spin off series for Knuckles. <laughs> Yes, really? they're really doing that much because the movie, the first movie got so much money like in the box office that they were just milking it. They are getting all the money they can out of this blue hedgehog. Wow. We went to the movies to go see that, right? Yeah, we went to the movies to go yeah, see that. I it thought was, so. That, that was a good movie. It was. It was a funny, good movie to go watch. I mean, I highly recommend it for everybody to go see that movie. I mean, it's on like on Netflix and stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix, but uh, oh, speaking of Netflix, Chainsaw Mass Texas Chainsaw Massacre just came out. Yes. We, yeah, we had just seen the ending to that. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but dang, the freaking gore scenes, man. Man, they they really went all out in that movie. They went all out in that movie. Like I genuinely felt like people were getting torn apart. Was Leatherface taking the the face off his mom and puts it on him? Wait, he did that. He killed his own mom. Oh. No, no, no. His mom. I don't want to ruin it. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, skip. Yeah. Skip yeah, this yeah, part. Yeah, go to but his mom dies in back of the ambulance and he freaks out and he kills he kills the the officer that's in back there because his mom died and he was outraged was a whole bunch of anger inside of him. So he kills everybody inside the ambulance. He pulls his mom out. He missed her so much and he was attached to her that he wanted something from her. So he skinned her face out and he puts it on like a mask. Then he goes back to the house after he kills everybody and starts putting on his mom's makeup. Okay, now if your mom ever dies, don't do that. Just, <laughs> just, just, just take like an amulet that she had or something like, like, I don't know, like a family... I like mean, that's, that's, that's just a story. I know, it's just a story, but man, that guy... Was he right in the head, or did he have, like, a mental disability? I never of course knew. he did. Nobody in their right mind would do that. Yeah, nobody in their right mind would do that. And the thing is, that man has some of the best durability out of any horror movie. Like, um, spoiler warning, I'm not sure why you're still here, if you don't want to get spoiled. But in the movie, he literally got shot by, like, a shotgun five times, almost by an assault rifle, chainsawed like half of his face off and came back and killed one of the main characters off and the original girl from the movie <laughs> like this man is on par with jason and michael <sighs> i love scary movies man i could sit and watch it all day one of my favorite things to do because my birthday is in october is watch every single freddy krueger movie there is the same day 
some will lead to the night some will lead to the next day because there's so many of them but that's something i love doing since my birthday and my favorite month is october i remember you having this a little collection and it's like um the collection was all the movies and it showed his hand mm -hmm. like it was just his hand reaching out to you freddy cougar has always been one of the most scariest to me because at least with michael and jason they're real life but when you're asleep, he can literally get you anytime because as soon as you knock out and you're having a dream in your fantasy world, he could just end up ruining everything and set your dream ablaze. But that's also why he'd be one of the easiest because if you're not scared of him, it's like Pennywise. It's your dream. You're still in control of everything. So you could just put the other way to kill him is by gra grabbing him and then bring him to reality. And waking up. So you grab have to onto. grab him, like wake up and then beat the crap out of him and kill him. Because it's going to be real life. But he's still going to have his fingers knives as fingers on yeah, him so you're gonna have to either know how to fight or run like hell or you could use your second amendment and pull out a gun or well, if you, i mean if you have a gun on you i doubt like a kid would have a whole magnum on him or something but that's why he only goes after kids oh mm -hmm. my wait he only goes after kids he only goes after kids. i'm a teenager i'm 13 i'm fine i'm fine right oh well, we'll find out tonight dun, dun, dun. if he, dad if he's in my dream one two dad. That Freddy's he, coming for you. No, 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 I'm calling you. No, 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 no. He's Three, gonna rip off Freddy. I'm calling. Four, I'm calling Freddy from the Fast series. I'm calling Freddy Fazbear. Freddy Fazbear's gonna show us who the real Freddy is. The Crusade. I call him Nightmare Freddy. Nightmare Freddy. Seven, eight, never. No, stay up late. I do that every night. Nine, ten. He's back again. Wait, you can never kill him, right? Nine, but you can keep on beating him. But he'll he'll never actually leave you alone. Mm, don't know, man. Cause we did They're it. still gonna make a movie about him. They're still making movies about him. Right now, there's a oh. movie in production. Did you see that Michael was gonna get his final movie? No, I didn't. Mike, see. It's, it's called. This sounds cool, but it's called Halloween Ends. Ooh, another Michael Myers movie? Yeah, another one. Like the previous one, spoiler alert. But I didn't get to see it. But from when the trailers, they beat the crap out of him. They were screaming, evil will die tonight, evil will die tonight. Michael, after getting like his like, piece of his body torn off, just gets back up and murders the entire village with the mask still on him. Damn. So let's give us a story. All right. What's, so Slenderman, that's something that will scare any kid. It's like the, the old Mexican folktale with the Lorena. La Lorena? Yep. I, I'm not sure if I said that right. But Slenderman, I'm sure you've heard of him. Tall, pale, no facial features, and steals your soul. But what if I told you he's not that bad, or at least the best you can be for actively murdering people who come into your forest? Slenderman, there's a popular theory that goes around him to where the reason why he's killing you is not because he wants to, but it's to save you from a greater fate. He's trying to take you to the underworld early to save you from something. His powers include mind control and other stuff. And the only way to defeat him is by using a halogen lamp. So he's the government. Him. <laughs> wow, yeah, you guys don't shout at the government, huh? <laughs> hey guys, remember, next morning if you guys find out, oh, Ben died from a heart attack. No, you know it was the government. <laughs> you know it was him. But, <clears throat> so Slenderman, you go into his forest and... The only way to escape his forest is by collecting all the eight pages. Nobody knows why the eight pages are really there, but what we do know is his actual birthday. His birthday, I think, was June 9th, 2009, which is 
which would actually make him like 14, which is like actually two. I'm he's no, I'm actually older than him, surprisingly. But apparently, the story goes that a parasite infected him, which is why he has those, I guess, tentacles on the back of him. He has tentacles on the back of him, right? Yeah. And you know how he can only kill you if you look at him. There's been times, I think it was in the movie too, to where he just grabs you and holds you and just makes you stare at him. And you can't close your eyes either because then he'll just open them. But I do know how to defeat Slenderman. There's a specific group of people who can defeat him. You want to know who that is? What is it? Blind people. Blind people? I mean, they they can't see anything. So what's Slenderman going to do against them? He can't hurt them. Like, they, they, they can't see him. I mean, shoot. Like, I have to wear glasses, but I can still see. So... What I mean by that is that, like, if they, they can't see nothing. Like, so let me ask you a question. Is this Slenderman song? Let's hear it. That just sounds creepy. It, it, it actually sounds like it, up with others too like for example Jeff the Killer you heard of him? No. Jeff the Killer um, I think he's a psychotic dude they put him like um, they, they put him in a, you know like those places where they put like crazy people mm-hmm. or, I don't know what it's called I think it's called a psychotic war I don't know but um so he's crazy and he cut his own face to always look like a smile kind of like the Joker does Oh. and he's always have blood in his eyes and just like almost white like you could barely see the reticles of his eyes and he's just chasing you with a knife around like this mental asylum and you can't kill him well you can but like I doubt you're about to fight a guy who has a knife and is severely on raging heck no here's another one
So, so anyway, I've actually, I think, I've had an experience with them myself. Not necessarily, but so there was this one time to where I was playing Tons of Demonics, and this was the very first one, Garden Warfare 1. Now, and there was, there was this map that was called Zomboss's Estate, I think. And when you would go to the, a certain part of the area, there, you would find Slenderman. Now, this is a kid's game, Dad. This was like the one I was super excited about. I was always saying how the sunflowers could chew. When you would look into a certain part of it, it was Slenderman. And he was just staring at your characters fighting. Sort of like if he was just waiting to see if he would fail or lose. And the funny thing about it is that people had noticed it. So in the next update for the game, there was an easter egg to where if you went back to that same area, Slenderman was actually getting eaten by a chomper. Which is those purple thingies. And I just found that funny on how a god that can like manipulate reality is getting folded by a plant. Pretty wow. funny. Have you had any experiences with them? No, but I just saw some videos of the true story of Slenderman, the truth behind the Slenderman legend. I mean, there's a lot of things about this guy. Um, you want to hear one? See what they have to talk about? I guess, and I also have another, a couple more characters. Like, for example, Smile Dog. Before we talk about Slenderman, Smile Dog is downright one of the most terrifying. Smile Dog originates from a picture to where if you see the original picture of Smile Dog, it's this creepy image and he basically haunts you and he'll kill you, I think, or he'll just haunt you for the rest of your life. And the only way to stop him is by showing someone else the picture, basically passing on the curse to them. There's another creepy pasta one, huh? Yeah, there's plenty. Smile Dog, creepy pasta. Yeah, that one. I think I actually had seen the original picture once. And, um, yeah. I'm not sure. Do not FaceTime Smile Dog when spinning. Do not call Smile Dog on FaceTime at 3 a.m. Dad, that's just that's like 2017 crazy stuff. <laughs> Dad, we left that a long time ago. I'm just ago. I'm just learning about about Slenderman and. Smile dog right that, now. That was everything in the internet. Like it, back in 2017, the internet. That was everything. 3 a.m. challenges. I remember one time me and my brother were just chilling inside of a room, right? We had the fan on. The fan had stopped and one of the pages in the room had fallen down. It, and it fell right exactly next to me. And you don't think the wind blew it down? Dad, the fan had stopped. And we were inside of a room. There was no wind in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you always tell me that whenever you were lying down, you always felt something tug at you. Or something was trying to reach you or something. Yes, they're called Edwedes. Edwedes? Mm -hmm. What are those? Ghosts? They're not ghosts. They're little people that will... There's an old theory about it, which later on we'll talk about. I don't want to jump into different topics, but on our next episode, I will talk about that. And the story behind everything, my experience, and what happened to me as a child. But till then, you know, we'll talk about that. But anything else about Slenderman? Yeah. Um, Slenderman apparently originates, or so-called, that in the story, that the only way to, I guess, escape him is by collecting all eight pages. I'm sure you've heard... Of, um, 
you know, like the eight pages, you know, you run around the forest and with each page that you get, he becomes more and more aggressive. But here's a story <clears throat> um, from Reddit, from, I guess this is from the thing called r slash no sleep posted by Rightscale. Slenderman, I, I never should have read up on him. I was curious and I couldn't help it. If I had known what would happen, I would have never ever joined this stupid subreddit. I think I may have found a way to keep him away from me, but I'll explain that later. It started about two months ago. Things were going great. My girlfriend and I were going steady. I had an apartment and a good job. It was mostly because I could go on Reddit all day. One day while browsing, the, while browsing Reddit, I became bored with my usual subreddit. FU712 had been rather dull, so I clicked this random button that brought me to r slash Slenderman. The F word is Slenderman, I thought. After reading the rules or and basic principles, I had to see it down to a T, or so I thought. Slenderman was some sort of supernatural being that stalked people who believe in him. There were four stages a Slenderman believer would go through. One, they would become interested in the topic of Slenderman. Two, they would become obsessed with Slenderman. Three, they become paranoid and begin to seek him out. Four, Slenderman, Slenderman appears to them and begins stalking them. What a load of, <clears throat> I guess, S-H-I-T. Who could even be interested in this? Just some really tall guy with no face that walks around stalking people? Oh, I forgot to mention, he has like a dozen limbs that can extend like something out of a comic book. Well, since I was bored, I decided to read some of the posts. Most of them were people discussing whether or not Slender Man actually exists, but I did manage to find some personal stories and encounters. Some of them, the encounters were quite disturbing. One of them involved someone seeing Slender Man when they were on the fifth floor of a hospital. Some of the strangest posts were submitted by a guy named Marble Hornets. He never replied to any of the comments or messages sent to him. He was just there. After what seemed like 10 minutes, I had glanced at the clock. 5.30? I should have been gone half an hour ago. I packed my stuff and left. <clears throat> now, my apartment. My apartment is, my, is the own basement floor. Only two other rooms are down here. The furnace room and the landlord's office. I don't know why he had one. He just used the suit on the fifth floor most of the time. My apartment had only been three windows. One in the living room, one in the kitchen, and one in my bedroom. The windows were at ground level, but very close to the ceiling. The apartment wasn't very big, wasn't very big, but all I, it was all I needed. After arriving home, I made a small dinner consisting of a hot pocket and a can of iced tea. I've actually never had a hot pocket. <laughs> and a can of iced tea. Sat down on the couch and turned on TV. Nothing was very interesting tonight though. Just crappy sitcoms and reality shows. I decided to play Team Fortress, oh that's a good game, or something. I walked over to my bedroom and sat down on my computer. For some reason, I decided not to go and read it again. Not paying attention, I opened up the Slenderman subreddit and began reading some personal stories and participated in some debates on the existence of Slenderman. I was very skeptical to say the least, but it seemed like a giant load of BS to me. But at the very, but a very interesting giant load of BS. I had watched almost all Marble Hornets videos and came to the conclusion that Slenderman was not real. I sat up to my computer and walked back, returning to my room. I noticed it was 5 a.m. The hell? I said aloud, stunned. I'd been, I'd been browsing the Reddit for over 10 hours. I finished my snack and jumped into bed. <clears throat> my bed? Lying in, lying in my bed, all I could think about was Slenderman. Was he real? Probably not. What if? No, that's stupid. My mind was in turmoil. I couldn't sleep no matter how hard I tried. I couldn't keep my eyes away from the windows. I would sit and stare out the windows wondering if Slenderman was right outside. Waiting, I tried to go watch TV but I had the feeling that I was being watched the entire time. I couldn't shake it. I was terrified. 
it, I closed the blinds on the windows and felt like I could finally get some sleep, but it was too late. It was time for work. <clears throat> I think you should read the rest of the story, Dad. No, go ahead. Keep on. Your story. I mean, not my story, but sure. I caught in sick the next morning. I noticed that I was checking the corners and turning on lights. I was afraid of being alone in the dark. Slenderman was the only thing on my mind. I began to, I began to pretty much call him out. I began to question my earlier conclusion that Slenderman wasn't real. On my way to work the next day, I kept glancing at the trees, hoping to see Slenderman standing amongst them, just so I knew. Work was so eventful, however. On my way home, I thought I saw something in the trees, something white about halfway up the majority of the trees. This freaked me out and I sped home. Once in my apartment, I closed my windows, closed the blinds, and locked the doors. I set up my webcam to record my room and sat down on my bed. I laid and waited. After a while, I, I fell into a light sleep. I woke early in the morning. I had completely forgotten about the night before. I was watching TV when I noticed my front door was slightly open. I felt my heart drop. I slowly stood up and walked towards it. I closed my door and locked it again and walked into my bedroom to check the webcam footage. It was mostly me sleeping, but at 3.33 a.m., the camera distorts and becomes nothing but impossible to see what is happening. But I can clearly see a door opening, not the front door, the door to my bedroom. Slowly creaking open after that camera, it just becomes static for about 30 minutes. It, be it becomes clear again. There isn't anything that can explain this. My only conclusion is that I have drawn Slenderman to me. I wish I had never visited the stupid subreddit. Ah, uh, yes, how I plan to get rid of it for myself. I think I like and yep, that's the story. That Man. the fact that Slenderman is just stuck in his room and watching it for like three minutes. Well, I have this story. Let's hear it. Have you ever heard of abandoned staircases all over national forests and no one knows why? 411 missing kids. It's a huge conspiracy out there. We don't know why. And they have not reported kids being lost. Well, let's hear about the abandoned staircases. In national parks around the world, so the story goes, there are abandoned staircases deep in the woods where no man appears to have ever lived. You'll find them, just a staircase, no other structure. Some of the staircases are brick, some in ruins, some perfectly sturdy, some cast iron spirals, like the kind you find in a lighthouse, reaching up to nowhere. At least that is what one group of Reddit users would have us believing. A thread about creepy happenings in national parks led to unusual bit of folklore merging. Users after user said they've heard of staircases or seen them, sometimes as far as 60 kilometers deep in the forest. At first, the stories came from all over America, New England, West Virginia, New Hampshire, Montana, Detroit, and Texas. Then sightings of staircases came from as desperate places as Portugal, Brazil, Germany, Norway, and the Philippines. Sometimes a well-kept graveyard would be found nearby. The first person to tell a story of the stairs was Search and Rescue Woods, 
an American Reddit user who claims to be a member of a volunteer search and rescue, also known as SAR unit. I don't know if this if this is true in every SAR unit, but in mine, it's sort of unspoken. Regular things we run into on just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness. I'm talking about 30 or 40 miles. At some point, we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it. Not, it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to check them out, but I was told, nah, I should never go near any of them. I just sort of ignore them. Now, when I run into it, run into it because it happened so frequently, they went on to explain one SAR officer has seen staircases that were flipped upside down. I guess it would be like if you had a dollhouse and the stairs were a separate piece. Now take that, flip it upside down so the top step is stuck into the dirt and put out in the woods. Others quickly chimed in with similar experiences. How about that? I didn't realize the stairs were that common, the Reddit user said. They explained, I came across a set in rural West Virginia. I don't think I was quite 40 miles deep, but at least 10 nah, or better. I thought maybe a house had once stood there, but there was no cellar or other debris that would indicate a home was there before. Just a set of stairs was a base that went up maybe one flight. 16 so steps, if I remember correctly, and sturdy, could barely shake them. I didn't climb up though, worried it might break or fall over and I was alone. So I saw some in, and another user, saw some in Michigan, they wrote. An hour east of Ironwood, there's a clearing in the forest that has stairs. I was hiking and exploring with my cousins and we stumbled on a clearing about a half a football field long. Had a few staircases, but not against the trees, just standing in the open. They looked like stairs from a normal suburban home. Kind of old though. The older cousin decided to investigate. He walked and walked to the stairs to see how they were being held up. But he couldn't find anything which was weirding him out. He made us all leave. Grass didn't grow near the stairs at all. One set of stairs was enough found in the middle of a lake, was one comet claiming. I remember finding a set of stairs coming out of the lake with my family. My father, sister, and I had been on a trip in a boat. We were riding fairly close to the shore, rounded a corner, and came up a set of stairs sticking three to four feet out of the water. Nothing else around it at all. While most of the stories come from the United States, others around the world claim to have encountered the weird stairs too. 
So as you could tell, there's been so many sightings around everywhere in the forest with stairs. While the stairs in the photo aren't as gruesome, grandsome as those imagined in other people's tales, they still seem out of place. Just metal stairs in the middle of the woods, surrounded by trees, leading nowhere. Here's another user. He claims to have seen the stairs in Portugal. About the stairs, I've seen a few stairs leading up to nowhere. In the Portugal's forest and fields, they don't look creepy. Perhaps the only unsettling thing about them is that there were no visible signs in that area have ever had a building. Another Redditor. They have come across the staircases too, and it scared them silly. I made a count just to post this comment. A few months back while visiting Gramps and Texas, we went hiking, nothing big, just a walk and a picnic in the woods. Was us and my niece and nephew, who are both quite young, so I joined them in a hike and seek while the proper grown-ups had coffee and whatnot. They write, me and my nephew were first to hide, but we split up and I ran alone quite a ways into the thickness of the woods and I found a staircase. Nothing remarkable, riddle was moss and made from what looked like really old concrete with large pebbles of rocks in it. It didn't really seem out of place at the time, but thinking back, anyways, I decided it was a fit for a hiding place, but after only a few seconds of squatting behind it, I got up and stepped back. I couldn't shake the feeling that I really shouldn't be anywhere near it. I suddenly had this feeling of being severely unwelcome, a sick pit in my stomach, and that I should get out, get as far as away from possible. So I too, my family didn't look back at it. Thinking about now, it still gives me the same sort of creeps. I don't know. It was twisted and wrong feeling. These are several theories about what the stairs may be. Perhaps they are simply the foundations of fleeting and long lost settlements. Maybe back in the 1800s, the gold rush, sturdy staircases have been survived 200 years of weather, rot, erosion, wooden structures didn't. Others have more sinister ideas. Perhaps they aren't stairs at all, but holding some kind of dark-sided gatherings, perhaps there's a gateway to another dimension or to hell. It's hard to know as, as few have ever dared to climb the stairs, which most who say they encountered them reporting feeling unnerved, unwelcome, or even nauseous and their presence, leading them to flee. However, one brave Reddit user based in Detroit says they have climbed one such abandoned staircase and the results were spooky. I found the staircase while walking through the foliage so thick I didn't see it until it was almost underfoot. The stairs were made of loose cobble and moist earth-like they were a work of masterpiece. Once, long ago, I climbed the stairs, 
half expecting there to be a landing to greet me at the top. There wasn't though, just another crumbly step and an unimpressive view. Something caught my eye as I craned my head. The bushes were packed tight, except where the stumps of dead trees formed sunken wells around them. And from one of the craters, someone has looking at me. I remember clearly their dark, lean face, their round eyes black. Could it be the black eyed kids? I don't know. No sooner had I seen the face than it disappeared again. Only then I have the foresight to take off and run down the steps and back through the bushes and trees. However, it's telling that almost no photos exist of these staircases, just stories of people having seen them. Some have insisted that tales are no more than a creepy pasta, a bit of scary folklore that spreads around the internet and that is only based in fact. Either way, the tales are compelling. There is something discomforting about abandoned buildings in ghost towns. So when they're deep in the forest, miles from people, they're an echo of one of what was, what once was, and has passed was little trace, a feral time where our ancestors, ancestors endured hardships we can barely imagine, leaving behind the scent of evidence of having existed at all, just some stairs in the woods and a faded gravestone. Dun dun dun. So what you think about that? I mean, what would you do if you ever run into a staircase in the middle of the woods? Well, I would also not go walk into it, but if I was a little and I had no idea what the staircase was, I would probably walk up thinking that... But what if you had a, a sick feeling in your stomach telling you not to be there? I'm just going to go continue and walking up it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd probably like jump off and run, but like you have to remember that Humans are curious creatures. We're curious. That's probably one of the main reasons why we well, we get killed in the nature because we're curious. Instead of just running away and not questioning it, we climb up things. We continue going. Even when, even when we go past points where we're not supposed to. That's why people say that people who um, have this like people who have been killed by the government, mm-hmm. they knew too much. That's and true. They because think about it. Some guy figured out, oh, guys, guess what? We can make cars run on water. Next day, oh, he died of a heart attack. Well, I saw this thing on TikTok where this guy um, invented this little little box that you put in back of a TV and it runs off of no electricity. And the TV works perfectly fine. And people are saying on the comments, save this guy because he might go missing soon for uh, inventing this little machine, this little box that it, so this little box, I don't know the whole thing about it, but he kind of explains it to where it, it gets energy from around it and turns into electricity. Hmm, that's, uh, that's very interesting. And, and it's like a little fan. The little fan's connected to the little box and he connected to the TV and the fan, as it's turning, is creating electricity, and it's just basically coming from air. Wow. I mean, think about it. <clears throat> a lot of people say that humans are not supposed to be on this planet. 
I mean, think about it. Look at us. Go ahead and take a look at your hands. You have fingers, you have hands. What are they meant for? They grab stuff. Think about it. Animals don't really have that. I mean, unless you look at a monkey or a chimpanzee. But have you also noticed that our intelligence is so much more smarter? And when we look at animals, we have become so smart to the point where we literally, I don't want to say this, but like, we take them in. We pets, yeah, there's really no other way to say it. We take them in as pets, we feed them, we treat them nice, and yeah, we've always just been smarter. And with the staircases and everything, that's one of the main reasons. What if something is trying to enter our world? So I kind of found this the video. Let's see what it talks about. One of Zimbabwe's most celebrated technopreneurs, Max Wachikobuzo, has once again come up with a masterstroke innovation. And this time, it is an embedded wireless power generator that uses radio frequency to power a television set. Chikumbuzo demonstrated his latest innovation to a ZBC news crew at his base in Harare, whereby a TV does not need the electricity connection for it to function. Yeah, this is our self-powered TV that we have uh, designed. The first in the world to have such kind of a technology where a television is powered with a radio frequency. So as you can see right now, I'm powering this television. Uh, so this is the first television in the world that uses self-powered cell. It is all in one. You don't need to put it on electricity or on solar panel or anything. Yes, it is, it is a complete solution. Behind the television, you can see that there is a microsonic energy device, this box. This is the device that is converting radio frequencies into pure energy. As you can see, the power of the cable was supposed to be here. On all traditional televisions, power comes here, but there's no power as you can see. The television is it is working as it is. So in learning, I think this television is a, we can call it a, a self-powered television. It is indeed an exciting innovation that comes in handy for a house. Now that's cool. I mean, I guess it's gonna save money. But the government ain't going like that. <laughs> I mean, actually, hold up. I know there is something. There was this joke to where if you look up the, how much in debt we are, like, hold up. That's the government. <laughs> how much are we in debt? Trillions of dollars. Trillions. Yeah, trillions of dollars. And the thing is, we owe... 29.62 trillion US dollars. To who? Who do we owe that money to? <laughs> like, no, seriously. The government owes that money. The president owes that money. Who do we owe it to? And why are we paying them? China? China. Oh, Ukraine? Ukraine? Why Ukraine though? Dad, they're, they're, they're getting their butt kicked by Russia right now. Russia? What if we owe Russia? I mean, maybe. Russia does have a history with hating the United States. I mean, we, I don't know. I mean, think about it. Russia. We're borrowing from ourselves. Huh? We're borrowing from ourselves. In other words, they're putting IOUs in this big old box. And they're giving it back to the United States and saying, we owe you. Here you go. And the more money that they print, inflation and all that stuff, it's just going to hit us even hard. Things are going to go up higher. The dollar's going to be worth crap. And... 
you know, like right now we go try to buy, I don't know, groceries. You're spending more on groceries now than we ever have in the past four or five years. Um, I went to get some, my mom went to go get some chicken wings. You know what small bags that they have? Listen to this. $14 for a small bag of chicken. Fourteen. I remember those things were seven dollars, mm-hmm. and now they're fourteen. They bumped it up the whole six dollars. Like, like, dang! I didn't want to get some chicken wings. I didn't want to spend my entire wallet. Well, that will conclude today's topic. And Noah and I love talking about our favorite topics. So, you know, we're gonna be doing a lot more of this in the future talking about things that he likes, things that I like, and just have a good conversation with each other. So make sure you share it. Make sure you like this. And always remember, it's okay to be out of this world with your thoughts because you are not alone. And remember one thing, um, I'm not going to say anything creepy this time. Just please, please, just have, promise me one thing. Have common sense if you're in a bad situation. Like, don't be one of those horror movie protagonists who trips over air. And if you do trip, get up, please. But anyways, that'll be it. Sayonara from me. Peace.